0: Today, Shannon, we are going to be successful. In fact, I believe we are successful. We are. And we're going to share some tips on how uh, we've been able to define success in ways that really impacts our lives and uh, give you some tips on ways that uh, can impact yours.
1: Yeah, we will share our definitions of success, but as you'll find out through the show our definitions don't necessarily need to be yours. In fact, yours oh, yeah. need to be your own. You might share some with us, of course. And it, very interestingly, maybe this is why we've been compatible as business partners and friends for so long. But our, we each share the same number one thing <laughs> on our definition of success list. I laugh when you say that, but it's very relevant (laughs) it's so true i like i it it, when i saw it on your list i'm like seriously like that's so i've never met anybody that that has that on their list so you'll have to listen to hear exactly how we get there and what that is but um but yeah it's uh, good because you can
0: you'll you hear my my uh four uh things that how i define success in my life and uh excited to share him here today. It's great to to stop and write him back down again and and push him out there. Oh, it's
1: good. And to see him. That's right. Yeah, it's good. It's good. I love it. I love it. All right, folks. Well, he is Shannon Jean. I'm Dave Hamilton, and this is The Small Business Show, Episode 253.
0: All right, Dave. This week we're going to talk about how to define success, and I'm going to tell you how to do it. <laughs> okay, you're gonna, you're gonna. Well, no, I,
1: I think one. Uh, first of all, I could use all the help that I can get, so that sounds great. Um, but, but we, I think if we decide that we are going to be successful at defining success, that's that's a good way to get started. Yeah,
0: it is. And, and it's part of our, you know, this concept we discuss a lot about creating your own reality. So
1: we're going to, you know, we know
0: we're already going to be successful from the get go. It's inevitable, right? It's inevitable uh, as long as
1: yeah. our, our Internet connections work and we're able yeah, so that's to right. make this that's podcast right. happen. Sometimes there are yeah. external factors. But, but you know, there that's are. one of my favorite success tools is bullheaded persistence. Well, oh, that's really very important. And and yeah. and I mean, I joke about our Internet connection, but we actually are having or we're having a problem. We may have with bullheaded persistence gotten around it. And if you're hearing this, we did. So uh, so, you know, we get the benefit of time shifting to define success. Perhaps that's another tool. <laughs> well,
0: yeah. And and I also think we could do an entire show on persistence. Yeah, and uh, why it's so important. So I'm going to add it to our uh, our show ideas list. And you know, and I'm being sarcastic when I'm going to you know tell you what the success is because of course no one can define success the way you know what you want to achieve. But but you right, uh, it, everyone's definition of success is different. But if you don't have one, and you're you're just kind of running in circles and you know grinding it out each day for what. For
1: what? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, that's right. What? Well, you, yeah, don't know. What? you don't know what, what you're what? trying to achieve. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and this is one of those things where it's, it's difficult because it's easy to get caught up in goal mentality. And as we've discussed many, many times goals, can, they can be nice barometers of how well things are working. But if you define your success by whether or not you hit your goals, that's a very dangerous thing. You will, you will at times be successful by your own definition. However, the problem with a goal is when you hit it, then what? You want to keep that momentum going, right? So this yeah, is why exactly. goals are dangerous. You want systems. That's correct. Yeah,
0: yeah. We talk about that a lot, and a lot. I'm going to delve into it a little bit more uh, later in the show, and. You know, I want to start again. This whole concept of you creating it, uh, uh, your definition of success, and it's probably going to be multi-layered and and you know, multifaceted what you want. Uh, But I do really like. There's a quote by this guy, Coach uh, John Wooden, who's written a bunch of books about success. He's uh, he's no longer with us, but uh, I really like this concept that he wrote: is that success is peace of mind. And he follows it up, which is a direct result of self-satisfaction in knowing that you made the effort to do your best to become the best that you are capable of becoming. And I, I really like that. That really resonates with me because it's this internal thing like, okay, whatever I achieve, if I really focus and it is the best I can do, that's okay, right? Um, you know, my, my kids school, they have this concept, they, they say, we don't ask for perfection, but we want the perfect effort, huh? which I like as well. And they have it plastered all over their gym and everything else. And the coaches, it's a big mantra, yeah. uh, you know, for them. And, and so
1: I like, I like that. Um, no, that, the, the that, th- it's good. I mean, there, yeah. there, there is, you know, and you and I are in similar phases of raising our kids. So my guess is that you probably at the same time we did like when when my kids were in elementary school and very early in middle school there was a very strong uh, uh message of everybody gets a trophy and and and, and I, I i don't know right. if that was a nationwide thing that, uh, I, that, think I would I would say yes yeah okay well that has backed off quite a bit at least in our community and uh, here uh, not that, that not that people have gotten mean, it's just a little more realistic that, you know, you do need to you do need to have results in order to have success of of yeah. some sort. I mean, you, it. but your success compared to somebody else's, it, that doesn't make any sense. Your business is your business. And I always say it doesn't matter who my competitors are or how they're doing. I am my biggest obstacle. They are not the ones keeping me Correct. from doing the next thing that I want to do. It's me that's keeping me. And I could certainly spend a lot of time looking at my competitors saying, oh, crap, they're doing that and that and that better than me. It's like, well, that yeah. that's fine. But while you spent your time doing that, they also did another thing better than you that you didn't even try to do because you were worrying about what they were doing. Don't worry about it. Just go do your own thing. Yeah. So I that's so right. I do like this, that that mentality of of your your kid's school. I I like it. It's, it, it is, I bring up the everybody gets a trophy thing because it is a, it, to me, it's, there's a difference there. The two certainly could live in the same world, but they don't have to. So yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah.
0: And it is, it is a precursor to the real world. You know, my mm. kid goes to this, you know, high school that's kind of very well known uh, for sports and they've, you know, there was a movie about it because <laughs> they, I don't know, they won 10 years, I think they never lost a football game. You know, he goes to a school called De La Salle. Okay. And uh, so it, it's a brutal precursor to life because lots of kids that are rock stars, maybe on the way up to high school, don't make the teams here. Oh, it, yeah. It's a very narrow funnel. And you you see it across the... And, you know, my kids been through it. I have friends that, you know, that have been through it. They were just shocked and blown away. But most of the parents I talked to are like, Oh, it was a really good lesson because then yeah. we worked at this and we did this. And it's like, Hey, you're not going to
1: get everything. And this, this. so, you know, no, that's a life lesson right there. You're not going to make every team you try yeah. out for. Yeah, right. Exactly. And if you are, you're not trying out for the right teams. Yes. Yeah. Correct. You're not yeah. challenging. You're Not challenging you yourself. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, on,
0: on this concept of, of, uh, you know, defining success. I think what you, you have to ask yourself and, and a book that I really love and that we've talked about here a lot, the e-myth asks this, what do you really want? You have to really ask yourself this, uh, you know, it's, it's another way to define, you know, what it means for you to be successful. I mean, do you want more time? Of course you want more money, maybe, uh, do you want accolades? Do you want uh, fame? Do you want to build a great culture with your business? Do you want to help others succeed? What is it? And I, I would highly recommend that you define that and and keep it to where you see it all the time. If you don't want to share it, uh, maybe some some of them. But I, I would say you should share it. Um, you know, looking at it and uh, to your point, Dave, it's not a competition. You have to dig deep and take the time to figure it out for yourself yeah if you're not, if you're competing with anyone it's yourself yes yeah you got it yeah. yeah and and i would i would say you should share that the how you define success because if you don't you can wind up at different spots you know if you don't tell if you and your partner if you have a business partner and you each have different definitions of success at least for your business yeah because um, you're going to yeah. have different personal ones of course but if you if you can't align your definitions of success for your for your business, uh, you it, it could lead to some big problems. Oh yeah, <laughs>
1: right uh,
0: and, and yeah yeah you go back to the partnership episodes. And, yeah, uh, that's right. Go, yeah, go, go. and some people. I mean, I can recall had I had a partner at one company, and it seemed like we were really going through, in my uh, opinion, some hard times. And I and I I came home and I told my wife Renee, I said, "Wow, you know, I'm really going to have to knuckle down and." Probably put in some more hours because we have to get through this struggle and this other thing. And literally the next day, my partner came in and said, you know, the way things are going now, I'm going to start not coming in on Fridays. What? And neither of us were wrong, but we had an entirely different perception of of what it was going to take to be successful. What success meant. Yeah. Yeah. And he really just was happy, kind of, he was super, a great guy, very smart, yeah. uh, smarter than me, good, you know, in many different things, but he was just kind of like, okay, we're here and I get this check every couple of weeks and I'm, I'm pretty happy. So I, the next thing for me is to work less. Is to detach. Right. Yes. Yeah. And and me, he could have been right. I, I don't know. I, I I looked at it and go, wow, we have to power through this kind of thing. Ultimately it, you, you probably wouldn't be surprised to hear we were not partners much. Right. Uh, Another year or so, then we finally had a conscious uh, decoupling, uh, if you will, of of the of the business. That's not surprising. Um, yeah, yeah, because we had different. So, I, I would share it, and and I would say, you know, coming back to your the competitor thing, I really wish I was better at that. But I've often, if I look back on it, and I'm being honest. I found myself
1: chasing someone else's definition of success. Oh, I do it all the time. I I have right. to say it in in like yeah. whenever I get the chance. <laughs> over and over. Yeah. Like I say it here, A because it's it, I know that it's yeah. right, but B I need to hack my own Hard. brain. Yeah.
0: You have to. You have yeah. to. That's why you have to tell yourself. I mean, I've constantly You know, as uh, during my business career, looked at uh, the size of their business, how many customers, what kind of press coverage you're getting, you know, how much money I think you're making. Well, that's the thing is you don't know. (laughs) I don't know.
1: It is is it's like looking on Facebook. Right. The what we all publish about ourselves is our highlight reel. Uh, Yeah. Right. The only time you hear bad news about somebody's business is when it's like at the very end. Like, you know, there's all kinds of problems that are hidden beneath the surface. They're hidden, they're hidden, they're hidden. And then suddenly it all comes crashing down and you see that for, you know, like two weeks before and then it's just over. You're like, what? You have no. Yeah. And you're like, how did that happen? It's like, well, because you didn't actually know what was going on. You didn't know. No one knows. You don't. Well, they do. Hopefully they do. (laughs) Right. But uh, but yeah, that's the trick is don't worry about them because you don't have the whole picture, even if you did. it's probably not going to be as valuable as just ignoring them, but yeah, it's certain. Different.
0: And you find you find yourself blindly competing without purpose.
1: I like this blindly competing. You know, it's one thing if you no, and I no. were to, to stand next right. to each other on a on a racetrack, you know, on like, yeah. and and run right. I know exactly where you are in relation to me. Like, one of us is going to make it to the finish line first. I don't know what's going through your head, mind you. I I assume, but I'm probably wrong. But, like, that's not blind competition. You can see it. Oh, I need to run faster because this guy's going to kick it right at the end. Yeah, exactly. You know what you're up against. But if you and I are are running businesses and we're not talking like this every week, or heck, maybe even if we are, and we start, you know, I start comparing myself to you, it's like, well, I don't, I mean, yeah, okay, he has more customers than me, but what are his costs like? Is he managing those well? Am I doing better at running my know. business? Than, yeah, I don't yeah. know. What I do know is, am I doing better at running my business today than I was six months ago or a year right. ago? And that's the thing to think about. But yeah, that, I like that blind competition. Avoid blind competition. Yeah, yeah. man. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, that's cool. That's great. I like it. Uh, you know what else yeah. I like? I Kill like me. being efficient and ah. I like being accurate, right? Like and these are two things that don't always go together. But with our sponsor, Text Expander at textexpander.com slash podcast, I can be both efficient and accurate because what Text Expander lets me do is take all of these things that I type over and over again, right? Customer service responses, sales inquiry replies, all of those things that you just wind up using all the time. In fact, even things like your phone number, I find are really handy to put here into Text Expander because what I can do is anytime I need to enter any of those things, be it my phone number or Uh, You know, any of these various replies or responses or maybe a how to I have my directions to my house because it's weird in my neighborhood. It's stored. It has a picture in there. I don't have to go to the previous email when I sent that out six months ago to somebody. I have it in text expander. I invoke it and boom, it's all right there. And I don't have to read it because I've already read it. And when I put it into text expander, I knew it was right. So accuracy. Accuracy. And efficiency happening simultaneously. And like I said, you do the same thing with your phone number. You're, I do it with my email address so that when I'm having to fill out web forms or whatever and sign up for things, I'm not going to fat finger my email address because I'm using Text Expander as a shortcut to do it. And you can share these with all the people on your team with Text Expander for Teams. So you got to go check this out. Go to Textexpander.com slash podcast. Where you can get twenty percent off your first year of Text Expander, and our thanks to Text Expander and the folks at Smile for sponsoring this episode. All right, what's next on this, Shannon? Yeah, those guys are awesome. I know. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, they they (laughs) really every time I say that, but it's really true. It's true. Yeah, it's great, man. And we've
0: uh, uh, we've had Greg on the show here, and it's a great story,
1: and uh, it's just a great product. Agreed. Cool. Agreed. It is one of those things that. When, if, if for some reason I've accidentally quit text expander on my computer, I know it within like certainly within an hour, if not sooner. It's like, wait, why isn't my keyboard working anymore? Well, my keyboard works fine. It's just that it doesn't have text expander connected to it. So I relaunch the app or whatever, you know, That's and cool. then things are fine. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So jump back into this, you know, competing with the blindly competing without purpose. It's an easy trap to fall into. I've done it myself. I, I, you have to constantly remind, at least I do, and Dave sounds like you do as well, reminding yourself of what's important to you. You know, I don't have 100,000 followers, but maybe you have 1,000 followers that are more profitable than those
1: 100,000 for your business. You, you yeah, just, if you want more followers, know. you can go on Fiverr and Easily somebody get them. Yeah, you can get <laughs> right. them. They're not going to help yeah. you, but yeah. Get them if you want. So,
0: what it you know? It took me a long time, and I and I do write and I write these down. I wrote them down here in my notes today. I'm gonna kind of my definition of success in my life, and and they've changed over time, right? It it, it's a normal thing that you you're adjusting them because you're creating this system, right? It's not this one thing. I want to I'm going to be I want to make X number of dollars or whatever you're gonna do, you know. And I have four things that always stick out. And I wrote them out today. I'm going to share them with you now. Okay. Yeah. And I'll give you, I'll give you some background on them because they may sound a little weird, but the number one thing that how I define success is I want to have laughter in my
1: life every day. And this is amazing to me. I, I, I I want to hear your your story here, but when I was in college, I told myself my goal for my life was to wake (laughs) up laughing every day. (laughs) If I could wake up laughing, things were good. Like, well, it, that that's the point. Yeah. Right. Laughter is an indicator. Right. It's an it, it's a I, system. It's it's yes. it's a byproduct of a working system, you not a goal. That's really yes. interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I can't say I wake up that way every day. No, it's hard. I'm not a, that's I mean, hard. It's hard. I'm,
0: I'm not a morning person. And I force myself to get up and, you know, go go attack the day, if you will. Uh, but if you can laugh each day. There's something going right, right? There's always things that don't go right with all of us, of course, but you know, all that kind of stuff. But, but that one is really important to me. Uh, The second thing is I want to be relied upon. Mm. And what I mean is that in in a broader sense, I guess, is uh, I want to have an impact on people's life. And yeah. whether it's my kids, my wife, my employees, my partners, my co-host, I want to be relied upon. I'm reliable. And you ask me to do something, even if you don't ask me, I, I'm going to do it. You're going to get it done. And yeah, I'm going to get it done. And I'm a reliable guy and it has made all the difference. And uh, that that's a real uh, that's how I define success. People become like reliable. I like that one. I, I, yeah, yeah,
1: that's good. That's yep. good. Yep. Yep. And
0: then the other two, you know, I, I, I want to be continuously learning. Um, I'm just uh, uh, I love it. You know, flood the data into me. Always reading. We talk about books all the time. I always comment how I learn the most on this show. We have all these guests. I learned from you, Dave. That you're creating a system of keeping your brain working. Uh, you know, all this new stuff and new people that I get to learn just on this show. It's it's incredible. Um, and it is definitely one of the ways I define success for me. And then the last one, which. You know, maybe may, I don't know there are no necessarily order, but I want to have financial independence. Well, that helps with and the laughter every day. It does. But I would say, and, and I've said this before, uh, many times I f- have felt rich my whole life, even when I was broke. <laughs> I mean, even when I owed millions of dollars, I have always felt this, the rich and, um, that is i've kind of felt independent and i think more it was a confidence thing that i learned early on when i when i started building you know businesses that i could always make a buck
1: well that right? i that's the thing i i want to redefine or i want to define what financial independence means to me because yes, when a correct. lot of people hear that term, they think, well, it must be nice. You know, that's and, right. And they, I don't mean that. They yeah, think that you've got, you know, millions or billions and yes. you don't have to do anything. And it's just all taken care of. And certainly that is one version of financial independence. It is, it is not yeah. my version uh, right. because I'm not there yet. But I I'm like you, even when things have been, you know, on the outside and, and to be perfectly honest, on the inside you know bleak right like oh crap we're, we've are we been spending more than we're making yeah. and you know the the cash pile is dwindling and we're thinking about using that that line of credit that we know that we only use in emergencies like all of that stuff is happening i still feel financially independent i feel responsible too like i've gotten myself into that scenario yeah sure. sure. But I can get myself out like there's may, now maybe getting myself out involves doing some things that I would rather not do, like wind up this business and start a different one or whatever. Right. But I always feel like I have more faucets that I can go and open up. Now, it might take a lot of work to open those faucets and, you know, more than they currently are. But like we could if you and I it would it would. Well, I don't know. That would have to be simultaneously if either one of us ran into a scenario where cash flow, you know, stopped or whatever, we could focus more energy into what we do with this show oh, yeah, and sure. expand the revenue stack of this show. Right? So, yep. I look at this as a piece of my financial independence, even though at the moment, I mean, it, it certainly brings some money in, but it's not money that That like pays my mortgage or things like that. Right. So, but it could be, and I know that it could be. And, and I, and like you said, that confidence and, and you need to just prove this to yourself. We can all do it, but you need to just try and learn that. Yeah. You know what? I can, I can go do something and make money. That's to me, that's financial independence.
0: That's what it is. It, it you know, I I like I didn't put, oh, I want to be real, I want to have a bunch of money. I have that. No, no. it is I want to be financially independent. And and I will say, coming back from owing a lot of money, mm. I've often felt more financially independent than other times when I've had a bunch of money, right? Because right. I feel confident, like, okay. I'm not going, you know, if something, if everything goes to hell tomorrow, I can figure out another way to generate cash and and go. So that's what I mean by financially yeah. independent. So no, those four it. things are really in a nutshell, but they're kind of, you know, a lot of them are indicators for, you know, things on a broader, uh, you know, sense. And, you know, it, it may take you many dozens, you know, hundreds, thousands of small steps to achieve, Whatever that your definition of success is, but without the definition, it's gonna going to be much harder to create a system to get you where you want to be and uh, you, you you can miss out. I think it can kind of sometimes pass you by and you're like, wow, you know i I, I wish I would have defined that and thought about it that way sooner because I could have guided my life in a different, maybe in a
1: different direction, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no. Right. I mean, yeah, you're, you're constantly learning. But yeah, this is yeah, it's fascinating. It's good. Yeah. So uh, that's kind of my
0: take on on this concept. But I, but I do want to dive in a little deeper into the systems versus goals and how it relates, because I think it is relatable, uh, related to this definition of success. So uh, it, it, I, I want to use a couple of examples. Like, again, it, it related to money. OK, I want to generate or I want to make 100 grand a year. That's a goal. That is a goal. It's a goal. Yeah. But, you know, a better way to phrase it and to create a system, I want to continually improve my skills to see my income steadily increase. Right. It's open ended uh, and you immediately can start to get positive feedback of success as your income begins to increase. Right. That's
1: it. And and you don't have to wait. Yes. Until you get like, there's two there's two sides to this that are both positives. Number one is if you go with the ladder, the system. If let's say you're making ten thousand dollars a year, right, and you want it, like you could set your goal to be a hundred. Fine, you're not going to be happy until you hit that hundred. Right. However, if you get to eleven, in and your system is number two here, right, where you're just continually increasing. You're like, well, you know what, the system is working. You get to pat yourself you on the got back. It. And yep. And then so that's that's benefit, number one, because now you can laugh a little bit like I did it. I'm doing it when you get to 100. Well, what happens then, you know, at the next go round, you're not stopping when you get to 100. You're like, well, the system's working. I am increasing my my income. And the next time you look, it's like, oh, it's one hundred and five. Yeah, great. Perfect. Yeah, I I spoke to a group of publishers uh, at Google, I don't know, six weeks ago or something. And I talked about this goals versus systems thing. And I told them goals were, goals were for losers and they thought I was crazy. But I had them all put their hands in the air. I said, how how many people here want to double their revenue? and And I also asked about doubling their traffic because it was a group of publishers, you know, and everybody's hands went in the air. I said, cool. How many people here want to stop when you get to that point where you've doubled it? And everybody's hand went down. Well, except one guy, because he was just being, you know, he was being that guy, uh, <laughs> right. which is fine. But, you know, like, that's the thing is you don't want to stop when you get to that hundred grand a year, because once you get there, you're going to be spending more than you are now anyway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, And and it's an it's an artificial stopping point. And it's also. Why, yeah. Why give yourself the artificial stopping point of a goal? That's the yeah. key. Yep. You got it. And, yep. and it's
0: you. You are setting yourself up for failure. Are you going to be a failure if you made 90 grand? Well, right. if you think in terms of goals, you're like, "Oh, I didn't make my goal." But look how much, you know, look how you got how you got there. And the other thing a system does is it provides feedback and allows you to make changes. It much uh more effectively than this goal and you don't know what, you know, how you can do it. But if you go out, okay, I'm making 10 grand. I want to make a hundred and you made a thousand. Okay. Well, what change did you put in place to make that thousand? Can I keep doing that? Keep doing right? it. That's right. And, and yeah. keep adjusting. And then maybe you make 15 and all of a sudden you ha- can't make any more. Well, I need to make another change. I'm going to do it. So this system that you're working on, and once you blow through that hundred thousand mark, well, that system just keeps adjusting and keeps growing and growing and growing. And, uh, y- you know, you don't get tunnel vision on this this single, uh, you know, goal at the end here. And it, it, it's really powerful. And And the goals are limiting. You know, they they and I think they cause you also to miss out on other opportunities that might come along yep. because you kind of get tunnel vision. Right. And life doesn't work that way. At least my life doesn't. No, same. Uh, yeah. You know. Yeah. So there's way more opportunities out there. So if your system comes along and you're like, okay, well, I'm just, all I'm interested in is improving my skills, my talent stack, if you will. uh, And, you know, to increase and steadily increase my revenue, I can do anything. Maybe I need to take on another job. Maybe I need to start a different business, maybe a different side hustle, whatever it is, that system you're creating is broad. And, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of self-fulfilling, I think. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, And, and, and the, I, I also want to call out, you know, as mentioned, Scott Adams, where I think a lot of this originated in, in his book. Uh, and we'll, we'll link it back to uh, uh, in, in the show notes that Scott, he, he didn't come up with the original concept, I don't think, but he really refined it, I think, in a powerful way that we rely on. You know, we talk about here all the time. Um, one last example that I'll leave you with that really impacted me dramatically is I, I've wanted to write a book for a long time. And I, I wanted to talk about my success in social commerce. And you've heard me talk about it on the show, this experiment yeah. that I started a few years ago, but it, it just seemed like such a daunting task, right? This goal way out there, I got to have this big book. And, and I had to stop myself and reprogram, uh, you know, my brain's like, okay, well, I created a system to first become a better writer. And I began by writing an article each week and I used the Grammarly app to correct the the kind of common mistakes that I made, but they sure. also made me feel like not that good of a writer. And I was kind of feeling inferior. So I was like, well, okay, I got to get this tool. So it helped me. And I wrote every single week for just about almost a year, 10, 11 months, wrote an article, published stuff on the blog, did some different things. Some of it I didn't publish, but all of a sudden I had over 250 pages of content. And it, I had, Gone through this editing, you know, and didn't have yeah. to go hire somebody, all this kind of stuff, and I feel confident enough to publish the book, and so now I, I sell copies of the book every single day, and it's not a huge money maker
1: for me, but it's part of this greater system. I want to write another book, and I well, want and to now become, it it contributes right? to your your version, your definition of financial independence. You know, you got it. That you if it. you needed to, now you have this. Experience. I don't even want to say you have this skill, although that's one way to look at it. But you have this experience, this confidence that, okay, well, if I if I need to do something, writing another book could be it. And you could spend more time marketing it, for example. That's right. You know, or you could spend more time marketing your existing book, for example. Like you have all these assets and you can you can leverage them in more ways than you currently do. So, yeah, creating these things. Even if you're not, uh, you know, I, I, I am certainly guilty of doing a lot of things, creating a lot of things and not building each of them to their, you know, pinnacle moment. But part of that is safety, right? Like I could build them to their pinnacle moment. And that is that means I don't have to start something new. I've that there's my financial independence. Okay. If everything else yeah. falls away, yeah. I'll hang on to this thing and I'm going to ride it into the sunset and it's going to go because now yes. I'm spending all my time and focus on this. So, right. yeah.
0: And it, and it all adds to your revenue stack, right? It does. Well, about well that yes, here. It, um, it adds
1: to your yeah. revenue stack in the process. Yeah. That's
0: right. Yeah. 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 In the process. So, so it's great. And you know, uh, part of the the system of success we try to create here is to help each other help small businesses I get help from Dave you know we give each other feedback and you know we would love to get some feedback from you love to get a review of the small business show podcast and there's an easy way to do it if you're on a Mac at least launch the new podcast app find us up there just search for small business Well, we should be in your subscriptions anyway right in your library that's true just scroll down to the bottom where it says ratings and reviews and you'll see a link there that says write a review we would love to have you do that it really really helps us a
1: lot it makes a huge difference for us yeah Yeah, for sure it's crazy it it, it, even one review helps immensely because we suddenly jump up on the charts now more people listen that helps yeah but well, we you're know. all you're all
0: business owners out there, right? Or aspiring small business owners, and you know how important your reviews are, whether it's True. on Yelp or something like that. It's the same with us. We'd love to have some feedback, and we appreciate you taking about thirty seconds or so and leave us a review and give us some good feedback. We we'd love it. We'd love it.
1: We truly would. Yep. And if you don't have the Apple Podcast app because you're not on a Mac or you're on the older version or whatever, businessshow.co/slash/reviews will get you there. We'll put a link in the show notes at businessshow.co as well. I guess that's all we got today, Shannon. Were we we successful? I think we were. I think so. You know why it was successful is we did what we do and we got to the end of the show.
0: Here we are. That's right. I'm ready to go. I feel energized, which is always
1: great after the show. Yeah. And uh, I appreciate you hanging out and uh, talking today. Thanks so much, folks. Thank you, Shannon. And we'll uh, we'll see you next week. Keep living that charmed life, folks. Visit textexpander.com slash podcast as well. Check them out.